This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to bonus episode number 198, and I am here. It's the one and only Dicey Grinner, yeah. Oh, I like the clapping, all right. <laughs> I can't believe it, man. We have, how many years have we been doing this, this uh, top Gosh. 10? Is this number five or six? Gotta be. I mean, I, I, I'll have the official count. But I think it is. I think we're closer to six. So yeah, I think so. But, uh, I think last year you said five, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So this is number six, and I appreciate you coming back, especially considering the fact that you just got back in from um, Chabella. <laughs> yes, I was, and I, I went to Venezia. I went to Venice first, and then Forenza. I went to wow. France. I mean, uh, not France. Um, Florence, and then uh, Rome, and then uh, Positano, Amalfi Coast, and Pompeii, that area, then back up to and uh, back up to Rome. So I stayed in Rome five days, and I think four Florence, three Venice, and then another extra night in Venice. So it was just me, my first um, solo trip, and I stayed for two weeks. Wow. Let me give it up to you for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I, have, I just had a ball, like... I'm not, I don't, I don't, I wasn't going to parties or anything. I'm not interested in doing the nightlife thing. I wasn't yeah. even doing any shopping. It was just all sightseeing. You know, I'm a visual person. These are places that I've dreamed about being. I watch on TV all the time. I read about. Um, so it was just amazing to be there, you know, to see the opulence of the Vatican and stuff like that. I just loved it. Yes. So did I you get any, uh, any narcoleptic, uh, narcoleptic uh, vampire inspiration? While you were there. <laughs> I got some inspiration. It wasn't for my narcoleptic vampire, though, but I did get a lot of inspiration. I've been doing a lot of talking to anybody to listen, basically. I know my husband is sick of what I've... Just the thought process that I'm going through. My brother, right. he had gone to, I think, Spain and France like the month before. So he was the one that kind of gave me the courage to do it without a plan because I usually I usually have to have everything structured and this time I didn't know what I was doing until like the day before and then I started booking all sorts of um, excursions also I, I did a lot of walking tours day tours and stuff like that oh. and so but he gave me the courage to just do it without having to have everything pre-planned. Like just wow. go and just enjoy yourself, do what it is you want to do without being so structured. And mm -hmm. so I was going back and forth with him a lot and all the different thoughts that I had and just kind of, you know, just processing what it is that I was feeling because, and to give you an example, like one of the times I'm thinking, man, this is like a waste. Like it's so much that it's wasteful, right? And then hmm. I had to come right back around and be like, I'm looking at people and they are loving it. They're loving it. This is inspiration. Um, it's great to see how the arts are so respected and so revered in that area, in Florence hmm. and in Rome. And then looking at the structure, like that is art everywhere and how how the whole city is carved out on the coast, um, you know, on Positano, it's carved out of rock and out of the mountains. Like that is just a beautiful um, scenery and being in that environment is just inspiring. So it's not a waste. It's not a waste yeah. because people see the value in it. They're getting value in it. Like if you build it, they will come. So, mm -hmm. you know, but these are the kind of, kind of thoughts that I was having. So not an vampire, but a lot of different <laughs> inspirations. That's a long answer for you. <laughs> 
No, no, good stuff. I mean, I, I can imagine. I mean, if I'm in like seeing all the what do you call it antiquities, yes, and, and all that old art, man, I, I would be thinking Exorcist, but, <laughs> but you know, I don't. We'll no, get into that. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I watch Haunting in Venice. Like before, okay, I yeah, 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 yeah. So when I'm there in Venice, I'm talking to them about like the ghost mm. stories and stuff. Like I want to get right. all into that. I didn't get around to taking a ghost tour. That that was something that I wanted to do, but they were, I just got busy doing everything else, and so I didn't come back and do that. But with my my walking tour guide through Venice, I did ask her about some of that, and everywhere mm. that I went, I asked him about some ghost stories and stuff. Good stuff. Before we get into the top ten, I do want to ask you about the podcast. Sex and horror. You guys, you guys still rolling with that since you've been on your excursions and, and all and everything. <laughs> yes. And I was doing and we were still recording. We still recorded two episodes while I was uh in Italy. Like, wow, okay. <laughs> yes, I Go just ahead. had to factor it for seven hours ahead, but we yeah. still kept the calendar rolling. Uh we're mm-hmm. in our fifth season. Um it's it's been I mean, it's been a whirlwind, you know, like I don't think we've probably been as consistent as you have been. Like we've missed, you know, some weeks here and there, but it's mm-hmm. still been exciting. We're still talking about things we enjoy talking about. So it's still fun, but we don't take it so seriously that it's um, like it's a job, like it's a work, like yeah. it's like it's it has to be this way or it's not. We keep it fun. So whatever yeah. we get to, we get to whatever we don't. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? We same thing. <laughs> you know, we do it every week. But it's like yeah. therapy, so you know yes. that's why we we have to do it every week, you know, yeah. to stay sane. Yeah. All right. So, so, so one, one quick thing. One quick thing, though. Uh, your <laughs> book. You, you've got a new book, right? Or latest? Your latest uh, book. Just before yes. we get started, go ahead. I do. I have Demented Dimensions Part One. Now, uh, Tommy B. <laughs> I have been so bad about getting stuff out because I've been working a lot. You know, that's that's mm-hmm. always my story. I got a lot of different irons in the fire. But right. particularly, I was, I have like over 30 short stories that I've been posting on Patreon over the past few years. A lot of them yeah. are erotic short horror stories. So I pulled a lot of them out and I started editing them, you know, for public consumption. So Mm -hmm. I was going to do it in three parts for 666. So you have six stories in part one, six stories in part two, six stories in part three. I have part one available and I have had so many opportunities to have part two and part three available, but I've just been busy doing other stuff. So I'll get back to it when I get back to it. But you got to do it when you feel it. Yes. yeah, I, I get that. And one, one last thing, and then we'll get into the top 10 with the, the Hollywood writers thing uh, that's been going on, the strike. Uh, I know the writer side is done. The actor side still kind of negotiating as we tape this. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were doing some some screenwriting. Mm-hmm. Uh, any effect on you in, in terms of? It doesn't affect me at all. I'm not. Yeah. Um, I'm not in a union. I just support unions, um, but I'm yeah. not in a union, and yeah. uh, I'm not scabbing either because I have my own production company. Spicy Dice mm-hmm. Production Productions is a thing, so mm-hmm. I, I act independently. So whatever I do, I'm still doing under my own independent umbrella. So it, it doesn't affect me at all, and I'm I I'm been watching it very closely to see how how it um, is affecting everybody else. You know, in the industry, it's almost like the industry kind of imploded because of, um, you know, people being without jobs for a while. Um, There have been a lot of things that I've been watching, like how these deals have been coming across, how 
the like the the writers' rooms shrank, and then mm-hmm. so they were making a lot less. They weren't able to get insurance and stuff like that. So it's interesting to see how that develops. But then also AI has come on, and so that's been time. Some, some issues. So mm-hmm. I've been watching it just because I'm a, I'm a nerd like that, and I like to know what's the, have a pulse on what's going on. But it doesn't really affect me, not really. Got you. I got you. All right, let's go ahead and do it. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the top 10. And, and you know, I did not prep with you at all other than asking you, what should I look at? So mm-hmm. so this is going to be a surprise for me. Yeah. And, and honestly, I'm excited about it. I, I've got some some things that excited me, and hopefully you, you include them on the list. So okay. I'm going right, to let you roll. What you got? All right, let's do it. Now, the first one is going to surprise you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the first one is Haunted Mansion. It is, these are kind of in order though. So it is like on the bottom of my list, but I want it to be on my list. There's probably Mm. something that should be on there that's not on there because I'm putting Haunted Mansion. But it's because I want to see more of this. We have Lakeith Stanfield, who is hot as hell, and he is a fantastic actor. He is mm-hmm. bringing some darkness. I don't really know his story, but you can tell there's some darkness that he is tapping into and that he is bringing on screen, and I want to see more of that. He is he should be a leading man. He's destined to be a leading man. I'm very happy to see him leading this movie. Um, this is a remake, as you know, of a mm-hmm. 2003 movie with Eddie Murphy, so like if we're going to have all these other Hollywood remakes, let's remake some of these too. I liked yeah. it because it's funny. Um, I was laughing. It's family friendly. So, you know, I was like, well, man, this should have come out around uh, Halloween in October. But I was like, yes. oh, yeah, but I get what they did. They put it out then so that yeah. they could get the box office and then wow. they'll bring it out around, you know, like on streaming around October. So that's exactly what they did. They, they brought it out. But as of IMDb reports, they had they had an opening weekend of twenty four million, a gross of sixty eight million, worldwide gross of one hundred and seventeen million. The budget was one hundred and fifty million. So according to IMDb, they haven't met their budget yet, and I want hmm. them to. I want them to. So this is why it's on my list. It may not be like the top ten for the year, but it's it's going to be on my top ten because I want to see more of it, and I want. Hey, can to- I say this about Lakeith? You said Lakeith. Mm-hmm. I watched The Changeling on mm-hmm. Apple, mm-hmm. and I agree with you 100%. Yeah. You know, because you know he was in uh, Get Out. Uh-huh. He was in that. Mm-hmm. Atlanta, he was kind of weird, too. Mm-hmm. You know, the TV series. But you're absolutely right about the darkness he brings. Yeah. I haven't seen this one, but after watching The Changeling, I totally agree with you. Yeah. He, he, I, I, yeah. He's in that genre. He could he could succeed if he gets yes. the right movies. Yes. Yeah. I took my kids to see this one and we had a blast sitting in there eating our popcorn, laughing. Um, there, there was some jump scares. It's not scary though. I would not say that this is scary, but they do have, yeah. they do a good job with the effects too, with how they're moving in with the ghosts. I love that. And so this is on, it's going to be on my list. Good deal. Good deal. And I'm, I'm glad you explained the seasonal thing because when I saw it come out in the summer, mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, why didn't they just wait until Halloween? But, but I get it. I get yes. it. Yes. Now they can. What you got next? Dreams. Number nine. Okay, uh, number nine. And like I said, I think I'm going to do these in order. Uh, well, yeah. nah, maybe not. I'm going to put. You can change. You know, yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, it's either way. It's cool. We can try. I'll let you yeah. know that that's coming in last. But next, Renfield. Renfield blew me away. 
Renfield was one of those movies that when I first saw it advertised, I was like, you have got to be kidding me. This is a joke, right? There is no way I'm going to go see that. But uh, it's a vampire movie, so that kind of weighed on me. My daughter and I went to see this one. Renfield is phenomenal. It is brilliant. Nicolas Cage does such a phenomenal job as Dracula. It is, um, there's great action in it. Nicholas Holt is a hottie and he is bringing all the action and stuff. We got, I love the gore. Um, I would watch this again. So mm. I think that is a very good indicator of how much I enjoy this. This is definitely, this, this wasn't even, this was a no brainer. This was definitely on my list. Renfield is a great movie. I'll tell you, I saw the trailer. I hadn't seen it yet. Okay. It's gory as hell. Yeah. <laughs> even, even, in the, even in the trailer. Yes, The way is. they were taking people out. So, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> glad to see you put that on. The, and, and, you know, Nicolas Cage has a, has a cult following, a strong following, however you want to say it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's a good choice. Good choice. Yes. And I sure, I hope there is a sequel to this one. We need more really? of these. And it's yeah. funny in a dark humor kind of way, too. Mm -hmm. You know, good. so this, this is the first two on my list kind of start out as comedies. So, uh, yeah, but I loved good. Renfield, like really. Cool, cool, cool. What you got right. at number eight? The Boogeyman. Now, this is one that I remember is kind of interesting because I went to a screening of this one, Houston Horror Film Festival. They've done quite a few screening this year, and I've tried to make as many as I can. The Boogeyman was one of them that um, when it first came out, I really enjoyed it at the time. Like, yeah, this was good. This is like taking our childhood uh, uh, monster that in the in the dark and personifying them, putting a face on them, putting a monster with the creature that's in the dark that's hidden. And so yeah. I love that. It is very gory, also, we, and it's psychological too. Um, mm. they, this one again has taken childhood nightmares, childhood dreams, you know, childhood fears and and made everybody look at it. So I think that's very relatable too. So mm -hmm. we have um we have the boogeyman basically, the the one that you know, the childhood story, that's that's yeah, what yeah. the movie is about. Would I watch it again? Sure. I wouldn't run to go watch it again. And there's mm -hmm. not even I don't even remember a lot of nuances about the movie. I, mm -hmm. I watched it kind of earlier in the year, maybe February June, uh, February, um, what comes out to February? March, <laughs> somewhere around there. But it was, it was, it was good. I remember enjoying that. It relies yeah. on scaring kids, but when you see the, the terror in the kids' eyes, you know, I think that's relatable with when it comes to the dark oh. and everything. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know what? I, I will tell you, I, I know what to, I read that book because mm -hmm. Night Shift is one of my favorite Stephen King that's right. short that's story it's, anthologies. It's a Stephen and, King. Oh yeah, I read that back in back in the day. Mm -hmm. So when I saw it, you know, keep in mind that every Steve, Stephen King movie <laughs> is not a good Stephen uh -huh. King movie, uh -huh. but uh -huh. this is one of the better Stephen King adaptations. Yeah, and even though you know they always change it up. I mean, out of what uh, out of the um, Night Shift anthology, you got sometimes they come back. Uh -huh. uh, the Trucks movie uh -huh. and and a few other things that came out of that, but Night. Boogeyman was one of the better stories short. Mm -hmm. So I was waiting to see how they were going to expand it. And I think they did a good job expanding it without killing it. Because I'm telling you, as you know, some of the Stephen King adaptations are, ho yeah. are just horrible. Yeah, This yeah. is a good one. This is <laughs> yeah. a good one. Yeah. yeah. So you did see this one. 
Oh, absolutely. I saw okay, this. Good, 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 good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because, you know, of all the horror m- movies that came out this year, and there's been quite a few, mm-hmm. I've been disappointed that I haven't heard many people talking about the Boogeyman. Like, that, that, well, that yeah, yeah. In, um, the conversation list. And I, I think, think it's the timing. It came out, it came out, uh, like you said, like at the early part yeah. of the season when, yeah. you know, it's kind of quiet. Right. So the, I think the timing killed it. That's if true. anything, you know, plus yeah. with all the strike stuff going on, mm-hmm. that's just got buried, got buried. Yep. So anybody watching this, check out the boogeyman if you like horror, because it is actually pretty good. Yeah, it's on streaming too. I think it's on Hulu currently. Mm-hmm. So you can check it out. Yep, yep. What you got at number seven? All right, Evil Dead Rise, and the, and all of the horror lists this year probably have Evil Dead Rise on it. Okay, so that's that's not a, that should be a shocker. Yes, it mm-hmm. was it was enjoyable. Um, oh, you know what? <laughs> what you got? <laughs> oh no, she got the poster. <laughs> Uh, I oh, have yeah. a gigantic poster. Of <laughs> Where do you put that? Look at that! <laughs> <laughs> I have not put it up yet. I got. I have quite a few in here. Ooh. I even have one for Thanksgiving. But you know, I used to buy a lot of posters to put in my room, and I haven't yeah. had to in the last few years because I keep just <laughs> them for free. But that's that one. one would not leave the studio. That one's going on my ceiling. That one's going That's on what I'm talking. Oh, damn. Yeah. And it's big, too. It's a big one. Like, it's like one of my larger ones in here. I got some big ones, but that's one of my larger ones. And so, I have seen that one, too, in the theater. I want to hear what you have to say, because I saw that one. Yeah. You did? Okay. Yes. I did enjoy this. The monster was well done. And I feel like um, this, this relies on another fear uh, of, like... What would you do if your own mother, who's supposed to love you more than anybody mm. and look after you, turns on you and tries to kill you? That's yeah. scary. That is a scary concept in and of its own. Mom's acting sold this. She was so great. The lady who um, who acted, you know, played the mom. Mm. Uh, as you know, this is the the last Evil Dead. I think was in 1981. Wow. Yeah, so it's been a while since we had an Evil Dead movie, but uh, I think as long as they keep baking these, people are going to keep watching them. Evil Dead Rise is just a good, it's a good concept. Um, And this one is open, too. It's open for a sequel. Yes, yes. It's very suspenseful. And Mm -hmm. I remember afterwards, because I went to a movie screening of this one, too. It's very suspenseful. But I remember afterwards talking. We were talking a lot about it. It it stirred up some emotion and thinking, you know, about, you know, what about this and what about that? The suspense really was heavy in this one. It's rated R, which is good. I read that from um, this is according to Lee Cronin, that they use 6,500 liters of fake blood for this one. That's <laughs> so bloody as hell. That's a bl- I'm like, damn. You yes. know, I mean, I, I hadn't seen that much blood since like The Shining when the elevator opened. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn. Yes. And, and, <laughs> and, that's, blood. and that's the thing that came to mind too when I saw that. Yeah, this is a bloody movie. So that is it is trivia for this it one. It is like, I, you know, going back to the cheese grater, and you know, I'm just saying, some of y'all yeah. already seen this. I just, yeah. I was in the theater. This is yeah. the one I went to the theater to see. 
you know, with the right. crying baby. Yeah, no. Damn baby to the theater, but anyway. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> and and in the along with the poster that they gave us, we had a little gift box, and one of the I have a I have it on my refrigerator down there, but there was a few yeah. things in there, a band aid, I think, and um, but the, there was a mini cheese grater magnet. <laughs> it was. Perfect. I ain't gonna even tell them. I ain't gonna even tell them. <laughs> it was Just, perfect. Yeah, it was. Damn, in the kitchen. Ugh. Yeah. So I can move on because uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that one's going to be on everybody's list. Yeah, I agree. I agree. What you got number six? All right. It lives inside. Hmm. Now, it lives inside. I kept going back and forth between whether I wanted to add that one on my list, but I decided to, again, for more policy reasons, like for Haunted Mansion. I wanted to mm-hmm. add this one because I love the Indian culture that they brought into this one. Okay. And I'm always looking for diversity and inclusion when it comes to horror. So you'll notice it a lot that's on my list. I'm, I, if it, I'm really endeared to it if they have people of color in it. And so yeah. it, it lives inside. We have... Um, Indian girls and their, their their families and their the dynamics that are happening with them is being explored and I love that they left it open for another and I would I would totally watch the other if there's a sequel I almost turned it off I almost turned it off so I have to say that it is not my favorite horror film but mm. by, by somewhere around the middle it started getting really good. And so okay. I was like, yes, I am. I'm because I was rooting for this movie. I was rooting for it. And by the end, it got really good. There's a monster on there that's really horrifying. It's like Godzilla meets Predator. He's got some powers wow. where he can go in, invisible. And anytime you throw in like someone is trying to kill you along with some other supernatural power that they have, that makes them a little Whoa. more spooky. So yeah. um, the monster is, is, is pretty, pretty spooky. It's um, and I thought it was a pretty scary monster too. The timing, like when they they had him jumping out and when he would appear, like that was pretty scary. There's a psychological element to this too, and that always gets me. Um, so mm-hmm. it's it's one of those things where it can also it can kind of be metaphorical for um, carrying darkness and carrying mm-hmm. grief and how it yeah. passes on and whether it's holding what happens when you hold it inside or when you get ready to let it out you know so i kind of mm-hmm. saw where it could it could be um not just like a physical monster but a more spiritual monster too what um, do you compare what do you compare it to what do you this this little different sounds a little different yeah, more, hmm. yeah. what do i compare it to um there it's is, a monster flick, you're saying, like kind of like a, a monster movie, yeah. if anything. Actually, the part that I was just talking about, about that metaphorical part, was kind of like Smile. Not oh, okay. Smile. Oh, shit. Smile oh, shit. was fucking fantastic, okay? Not quite like Smile, but I mean, if you look at the elements, how Smile has, it's a, mm-hmm. it's like a, okay, it's a physical smile that's being passed on. But yeah, it's metaphorical right. for the darkness and the grief that's being passed on. So that's right, kind right. of what it, it. That's what I was thinking when I was watching it. Or like, okay, enough said. Because <laughs> smile, smile, fuck with you for it will fuck with you for a while if you watch. <laughs> yeah, that, not yeah. 
I got you. Yeah, I I, I enjoy that element of it. Um, and it's yeah. it's a, a, again, I want to see more of stuff like this. We don't usually see horror with Indian culture. Yeah. So yeah. I want to yeah. see more of that. They're bringing that monster to life. That that um that um was it? Ooh, was that legend? They okay. they legend to life. Yes. So uh, how, do you know how, how can people find that? Is it is it streaming now or? Yes, this I, one okay, is. I need on, to check that out. Let me see. This one is on Hulu. Let me look at that real fast. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can check it. You know, because I remember, I think it was like Humanoids of the Deep back in the day, some of the old school where the Indians were involved with, you know, or um, uh, God, was it uh, the movie with uh, Sarah Ann? Mm-hmm. And the neighborhood on the Indian burial grounds. Mm. Remember that uh, uh, poltergeist? Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad to see you know that's included. So yeah, we'll find it. We'll find Not it. Hulu. Yeah. I meant Prime. I looked it up. It's oh, Prime. it's on Prime. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Definitely, I'll check that. I got to check these out. Definitely got to right. check that out. Cool. The next one that's on my list is the one that you mentioned to me. You asked if I had seen No One Will Save You. And wow, at the time okay. I hadn't, but I decided to look at look, look for it. Now, no one can save you. I mean, there were moments that really scared me, and, hmm. and I, I I don't feel that that often. Yeah, there were moments, and I don't mean just jump scares, but there were moments where, and I don't want to say scared, but I mean it got my blood pumping. It got me like. <gasps> You know, like, oh my goodness, what's happening? And most of the time, I'm sitting calm and still. I'm not really bothered. I'm looking, mm-hmm. you know, the, depending on what's going on. But this really, I had a, it had an effect on me with the monster. This is a sci-fi type thing. So mm-hmm. we have aliens yeah. here, and the aliens, the, it it made me jump a few times. And I watched this on Hulu in my own house, not in the theater where they got all the sound stuff, but in my own house is where yeah. it kind of got me for a few minutes. And yeah. uh, the problem with this one and why it's not harder, higher on my list is that there was some trauma here that they went in and it worked with the story. It added another layer to the story element. This this mm-hmm. lady, um, she she ended up doing something to her childhood friend. And so they spent yeah. so much time on Maud, though. And that and that part of the story was real slow. Like mm-hmm. you can take one scene. If they just sped that scene up a little bit fat, faster, we could have just got to more of the aliens because the aliens yeah. were really terrifying. There were mm-hmm. times where I was like, like, oh my God, they're going to get her. They're going to get her. It was mm-hmm. suspenseful, you know, like from one moment to the next, I didn't know where the story was going. And I usually like that too. It was unpredictable for me anyway. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like it was what Nope should have been. Oh, when they okay. had the, I, the saucers coming down, you know, mm-hmm, I felt like yep, milk yep. was not really, it didn't cross into horror. Like, I, I'm not even saying that that's what they intended to do, but that's what everybody kind of made it out like it was supposed to do. I love the concept also that the aliens can kind of fix us. You know what I mean? Mm, like, yeah. there's a part. So you didn't watch it. Oh, I watched it. Oh, you did? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Well, so you know, yeah, when you got to the end and you see... Why everybody's just, ah, you know, we're kind of in a utopia. I love that concept of the aliens coming down and fixing us. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the beginning, I was like, she is terrified of this alien, as I would be too. Anybody would be terrified, but it was coming from a place of, of uh, 
uh, of the unknown. We don't know mm-hmm. what this per- what this thing's um, purpose is, what their motivation is. But they're in my house right now. We don't know. So that would that would scare anyone. But yeah. you know, I got to thinking like, what is? Are they really trying to hurt her? That's what I was thinking in the beginning. Like it, mm-hmm. I didn't get the feeling that the thing was trying to hurt her, but it was scary. You have a door here. And then the claw starts coming across oh. like that. Man, that would have scared the bejesus out of me. You know, like I would have yeah. been terrified. And those are the moments like, the, and I thought the actress did such a great job because when she was shaking and terrified, so was I. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, you know. But you know what made it even better, you know, even more impressive on the acting? There was no di- There was really no dialogue. Right, that's true. It was almost like quiet place. Didn't yes, it, didn't it kinda, yes, that's true. It, Without it was, I mean, well, it was loud, but <laughs> there was no dialogue really among the characters, which made it, yeah, like, kind of freaky. And it and it all rested on her acting and her yes. showing us how she felt, which yep. I think really is what made me feel the the scares that I felt. You know, yeah, I think, yeah. I think it was really about this actress because yeah. she sold that. I was terrified yeah. too. Because I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's really trying to harm you, but I get it because I'd mm. be scared too. Like I'd be, I'd be reacting the same way she was. But this, yeah. this one is a good one. I enjoyed it. I will say that, like I said, those moments with Maude and all that, I was like, oh my goodness, can we get through this? But it did, it did add another layer to the story. So I think that's, that's, you know, good writing. Goodbye. And you know, I'll say this. I think the critics were too hard on it. I don't know why. Um, you know, the critics were as hard at, on this as because if I had read the critics, the reviews before mm-hmm. I saw it, I may not have watched it, but hey, I watched you know it on what? my own. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy B, you know, there's that's the same with a lot of these movies that are on my list. When I look yeah. up on IMDb, the ratings are fives. I'm like, are you kidding me? This yeah. is a nine, ten easily. Yeah. Easily. So yeah. if 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 I want to watch something, I'm gonna watch it. You know, yeah, and I'm watch it. I say that to anybody that's listening to this or watching this, by all means, regardless of what any of any of us say, if the the um if the story description appeals to you, watch it anyway. Don't mm-hmm. let someone tell you not to watch something because there's value in all of this art. But this is one of them where I I thought it it was it was great. Um this is another element, Tom, uh, Tommy, that I thought was really great, too. We have seen the aliens before, and I mm-hmm. think their physical makeup wasn't all that scary in and of itself. But what was what I hadn't seen with these type of aliens was their telepathic abilities. Yeah, That was what I was saying a minute ago about um, having the, 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 uh, the monster and it lives inside being able to go invisible. Well, here, they're able to move the objects. Yeah. And I thought that that added a whole nother level of scare factor to it too, which was great for these monsters. That's that's another part of it that made it really, really scary. I agree. And and one last thing I'll say, and I'm not going to spoil it for people, mm-hmm. but it worked out to her advantage. At yeah. The end. And I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just, I'll yes. just, I mean, it did. I mean, when you see what she was into, her, you know, what her hobby was. And you yeah. see the end of the movie, it worked to her advantage. I'm yeah. just gonna leave it at that. Yeah. Somebody, you may not always get that, but it was interesting. Yeah. The ending was yes. interesting. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. What you got at number four. Number four. Are we just at four? I haven't gotten any further than that. 
No, no, no. You, you I'm talking about I'm counting down. So oh. you only have you only got four left. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you've already done you've already right. done six. So, now these yeah. right here, the next ones that are on my list were my favorites. Okay. Okay. Now we're cool. talking about the ones that I felt were perfect. I gave all of these tens from here wow. on. From all of these <laughs> here on, I'm gonna start with saw, saw ten, saw X. It was great. It was fantastic. Now, let me also say that I enjoy the Saw franchise. Um, my co-host uh, on my podcast, she doesn't really enjoy them, so it's like and she may not really like this one. But I'm I, with her. <laughs> you didn't like it? Oh, I loved it. I that, loved it. Those gadgets, man, they get to me. Yes, I, I, <laughs> I know that is going to give me some creative kills. He is uh, here and he is sitting around figuring out how he can kill somebody and make yeah. it. And I mean, it's a game. But listen, the psychological element I love, too, because mm. the question is, how bad do you want to live? How 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 much how important it is it to you? How mm. how important is redemption, too? Because there's a yeah. moral dilemma here. More than likely, they have done something trifling and he is yeah. bringing it to their face. Yeah. How bad do you want to be redeemed? How important is it for you to live? And then he's taking his engineering mind and he's putting a gadget that is out of this world together and he Oof. gives me the creative kills that I'm that I'm watching him for. I like how in this one um, and I, now I really love the dude on the the tricycle, the little the the, the toy on the tricycle. I love yeah, that. Yeah. That that one is is great. But here we spend a whole lot more time with John Kramer. John Kramer is, you know, kind of like the villain of the show. But to me, he's more like an anti-hero and mm. not really a villain. But how do you make him look a little because we're rooting for him. How do you make him a little less villainy is that you have some even somebody even worse than him. And so here we have someone who is horrible. This wow. this this character, I'm not going to say who, but this character is so bad that they make John Kramer, who is effectively putting these contraptions on them that could kill them. He's make the, the, that villain is making John Kramer look even better. And the dude who never dies. <laughs> he, he never dies. Remember? I mean, they, I thought he was gone. I thought he was dead yeah. at one point. They brought him back. Yeah, but, they better. They better. Have you yeah, seen? Yeah, he's the franchise. Yeah, he's the franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah you I agree. seen the. I mean, do you think uh, the 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 you think the movie would succeed with the woman taking over? <laughs> Sidekick. No, nah, they they needed him. They needed yeah. him. That's when what I, I saw was... him. When I saw him, no no pun intended, in the in the trailer, I said, "Okay, this yeah. is going to be a winner. This is going to be a winner." That's yeah. right. It, it's yeah. not going to survive with just her, even though he's kind of like that's her his second in command, you know, kind of pass the baton to her. But no, not really. You need to stick around. We're going to continue to make the big bucks off this movie. Mm -hmm. Um. So I I loved I loved it, and I'm here for all of them that they come out with. Okay. Cool. All cool. right. What you, what you got next? My your, your your top four one hundred <laughs> ends. What's all next? Right. What's next? Talk to me. Oh yeah, I saw. I mean, I, I I kicked myself for not seeing this. I wanted to go see it in the theater that weekend, and something came up. But I want to uh, hear what you have to say. Go talk ahead. Talk to me was another Houston Horror Film Festival. Um, I saw I saw this on a screening, 
and it was outstanding. It, it was so outstanding that anytime I even hear the words talk to me, I think about this movie. I'm like, wow. oh, it, it takes me right back to it. It uh, is an Australian movie. We have a black female lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved it. And I'm going to tell you, the part that's most terrifying to me about this movie is the loop. There is a loop. And by the way, anytime there's a movie that shows that I don't see the end of this horror, that Mm. is the scary part to me. Like, it's like, oh my goodness, we just gonna keep going and going and going with this. But, you know, it also lets me know there can be a talk to me two, three, four, five. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, they've been talking about a franchise because it did so well. Yes. This is a win. That's that's all I gotta say about that. I say about this, but all, oh, I will say also, this is the reason why kids don't need to be playing around with stuff they don't know. You know, this this you know, <laughs> you see some old relics and stuff, or you hear some. Don't play around with it. Don't be playing around with it. Hey, you know what? I learned my lesson with the the Exorcist and <laughs> Captain Howdy. <laughs> Captain Howdy, no. No Ouija, no put through that Ouija board in a trash can. Don't so, play. Yeah. Don't be play. Playing. You don't know what you're doing. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, this That's one's right. So what you got next? Talk All to right. me. I, I definitely got to see it. By the way, is Talk to Me out on streaming yet? Has it come out yet? Uh, on digital? I'm not sure. I don't okay, know. Okay, but I'll, I'll, I'll look into it. I'll check and, you know, I'll, I'll uh, put it in the notes. You know what? Is. This one is so intense also, Tommy mm. I'm not so sure I would want to watch it again, though. I would say that. It's wow. Intense. That's intense? It's wow. intense. It's intense. And it, it's kind of, it, you know, it kind of affected me in the sense that it, I, I was more stressed than I was entertained in some ways, which oh, is yeah. good for horror. Yeah. I'm okay with that. But, like, do I don't, I'm not so sure I want to go back through that again. Okay, well, I got to check that out. Then. Yeah, damn it, it scared you. Yeah, it, it was it was intense. Um, okay, all Ooh. right. Now my last two, and of course I got my honorable mentions, but my last two, I am not sure which one should be number one for me. So, hmm. but I'll tell it in this order. Um, the Nun Two was one of my favorites, and and I know that there is some. Yeah, that's a controversial statement. Like people, people either loved it or hated it. The nun. If you enjoyed the first one, then you're gonna love the second one because this was bringing it. When I when I watched this one, I was just thinking, man, they up the ante. So it's like not we don't just have the nun on any. At some point, we had three or four different monsters going on at the same time. Now, are they all controlled by the same demon? I don't know. I'm not sure about that. I don't know if it's different demons going on or if the power of this one that is personified in the nun is also controlling these other things that are going on. But baby, hmm. at the time that everything is coming to a head, you got yeah. these three, four different threats going on at once. It was hmm. like, whoa, like, it, it, like it's, it's hard to even breathe. I loved the cinematic uh, part of it. It was so dark and it you could feel the darkness off the screen in this scene. I, I, we were talking on the podcast about that. Like looking at this like there's a lot of movies that may have a dark tint and it's like you mm-hmm. haven't hard, you having trouble seeing like actually seeing stuff. This felt dark to me. Wow. Like I wow. could feel it and I remember seeing in my feed that 
this was really filmed in an old abandoned French church. From did like, this come out of The Conjuring? Did this come out of The Conjuring? Yes, this is a Conjuring. This is in the Conjuring universe. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Yes. The second, the second one. Yes. Right? The second yeah. one. Well, the first one was just okay, but I was really excited about seeing this one, and I'm mm -hmm. glad I did. And the reason why they appeal to me so much is because of my own religious, you know, background. So anything mm -hmm. that has some sort of religious. Uh, uh, element to it is going to draw me in already. I'm already paying attention to that, so I'm yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that I'm I'm invested when it has that element in it already. Anyway, I was okay. glad to see that we got a chance to see what happened to Maurice in this one. He was in the first one, and uh, this was um, the the setting of this is from 1956 France. Uh, yeah, 1956 mm. in France. So, like, even when I was in Italy, I was thinking about how old everything is. Like, there's a lot yeah. of history there. That's the kind of history we don't have here in the U.S. So, mm -hmm. you, uh, that, well, I mean, not that 1956 is that old, but, I mean, the, um, the settings, you know, mm -hmm. like, where, where they're able to film, they have yeah. that. And, yeah. and, and I, I just felt like you could feel it. Let's see... All right, what you got next? All this right. is it. It's the biggie, right? Yeah, this is the last one <laughs> uh, before my honorable mentions. But gotcha. this one is going to be right up there with the Don and for the same reasons. The hmm. Exorcist, Believer. It's wow. right. It's the same because I'm getting the same thing. I get the religious bent. I have, they have up the ante. So I know if you can see from the trailer, we don't have just one oh. girl that's possessed now. We have two. Ooh. We got two girls. And we got a black girl and a black dad. So yeah. I was like, yes, I'm here for it. I love how they brought in the Haitian um, spirituality. They brought in the like Christian uh, with, the, with, the, with the, the white friend, her girl. Um, they brought that in. Then we also mm -hmm. have the Catholic, the Catholicism and the priests. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we have a whole yeah. lot of different ones. And I loved how they had to all come together for this because we got two going on at the same time. Again, I'm not sure oh. if we got one demon controlling both or if um, there are two different. Well, actually, yes, I do. I think I think I, I think I'm, I'm for sure it was it was one. I just thought about this scene at the end. But um, we have, uh, I love how they had to converge the religions, and but they were able to still practice in their own way, even though they were questioning what everybody was doing. It's going to take all of y'all to come together to have your beliefs. There were, I, I felt very emotional at the end of this one, Tommy, to be, uh, okay. uh, yeah. Don't tell me because I got to see it. I okay. saw the first okay. one. Okay. So. I felt but you know what? I was, you know, kind of going back and, and, you know, I guess it's sentimental or, you know, uh, nostalgia seeing Ellen Bernstein, yes, uh, the original, yes. the original mom, and and you know the fact that she didn't want to, she had turned down so many of them, yeah. and she decided to do this one it was interesting. Yeah. It was wonderful seeing her and Linda Blair, you know, as Reagan. Um, wow. Yeah, they they they. Uh, I, I hope that's not a spoiler for you, but I, 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 nah, I thought but, out you know. there in public. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it was good to see how they wove that story in. It was visually stunning. Uh, the girls, they, 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 they were scary. The girls, when, when they were possessed, they acted their asses off because when she was walking into that church in the trailer, <laughs> I was like, oh, damn. 
Oh, I was hollering <laughs> at that part because I was like, I put up in that church and I was laughing. But um, oh. it, 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 they, um, the idea of suffering, but keeping going in life was pretty interesting to me. Like there's, mm. there's a, there was some things that I had to sit and think about for a little bit, uh, just about life in general about how mm-hmm. we, we go through all these things, go through all these things, but the objective is to keep going, keep going. Huh. Gotcha. I got to see, I got it. It's on my list. And I'm, again, I'm kicking myself that I haven't seen it, uh-huh. but it gives me incentive as we tape this, we're a week out from uh-huh. you know, the oh, okay. Halloween holiday. So I am, I, I do plan on seeing it before then. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed the exorcist and actually I missed it. Um, I, I just recently caught it. Like, it's, okay. yeah, I, I didn't watch it when it first came out because I've just been busy. But I'm, gotcha. I'm glad I did. I really enjoy what they did with it. If they put more of these out, I'm going to watch all of these. Uh, um, I enjoy these two better than The Pope's Exorcist. The Pope's Exorcist did yeah, not. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. 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 That did not make my list because there were some, there were a lot of things on there where I was kind of like, really, though? Really? <laughs> And I mean, the nine two and the exorcist brought that possession element so strong that I felt like it just made that one. It showed that one up a little bit too much. Yeah, it showed. What's the- his name? The actor Crow. Um, Russell Crow. Yeah, Russell Crow. You always felt like Russell Crow was going to pull it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Throughout, and and he always had a funny line, so you always kind of felt like. And nothing's gonna happen to Russell Crowe. Yeah, you know, and they, and they went yeah. somewhere real weird at the end. I, it yeah, just, it just kind yeah. of fell apart to me at the end. Yeah, and, I agree. And even if you have a slow beginning, or there's some parts in the middle, or the the beginning that don't work out, that ending better become strong for me. It's got yeah. it's yeah. got all tie in. It's got to all go well. And I felt the Pope's Exorcist just kind of crashed and dived towards the end. I got you. I got Some you. Some of them that I did not didn't that weren't on my list that could have been though. The last voyage of the Demeter. It was, you know, we got Dracula again, and I felt like Renfield did Dracula better. So um I am interested in what they do with the part two for the last voyage. I felt like this was a good opening for bringing another retelling of Dracula back, but I mm. want to see what they do with it for 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 the next one like this one was good it was okay i like seeing dracula it didn't wow me though and yeah. and i'm looking forward to see what they do next another and one, i think this movie was a victim of timing again yeah they dropped it like right at the edge of summer or yeah. it felt they, like they did the same weird. thing they, they brought it's on streaming for october okay got yeah. it they did the same thing they they wanted to make sure they got that that halloween streaming um bird box barcelona Hmm. Now, the reason I didn't add this to my list is because we already had a bird box. And so in in that regard, it's not new. It's not fresh. We've already seen it. But Barcelona version, my kids watched this with me. They they thought it was scary. So hmm. they felt like it was much scarier than the, fir- the first bird, bird box. So, you know, there was some okay. elements of it that I really enjoyed. It was hmm. done. It was done. It was very well done. Bird Box Barcelona could have made it on my list. I probably would have put it in the place of It Lives Inside uh, or kind of right there together. Got um, it. The Blackening. I enjoyed hmm. The Blackening. The Blackening would have been right there with The Haunted Mansion in, in okay. terms of good and funny in horror 
Mm-hmm. Um, it is it's not, you know, it's not fantastic, but it is it is, you know, watchable. And yeah. there and then there's one that is uh called Nowhere. Nowhere is not it's it's more like a thriller. It's not even a horror film. But listen, you remember when I talk about a quiet place and I talk about when a woman's pregnant, how vulnerable that is and how scary yeah. of a situation that is to me. Well, that's mm-hmm. where they go in nowhere. And I found it terrifying. Even though yeah. it's not a horror movie, it's a thriller and it is a survival movie. This woman is sur- doing everything she can to survive in a tanker, in a container in the middle wow. of the ocean. It wow. is a horror movie to me. Yeah. <laughs> it is oh, horror. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And okay, so time to be to round out. I will say this. Mm. I have not watched The Fall of the House of Usher yet. Oh, okay. I have. And I know that if I had watched it, it would be on my list because we have oh. loved anything that Mike Flanagan has put out. Okay. So that's why I got to say uh, I haven't seen it yet. I let me tell you. Let me tell you. Because you and I talked about, um, what was it? Midnight Mass. Yes. And I thought Midnight Mass was one of the best Netflix series yes. that I had watched in a long time or ever watched. Yes. And and it, it's not as as... I would I would probably say not as good or great as Midnight Mass, but it is very good. Okay. I recommend I recommended it. And you know, I'm a, I'm kind of a you know, American lit nut. Yeah. Poe I studied. Yeah. So, you know, seeing how he played around with the 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 Edgar Allan Poe stuff and still yes. keeping keeping it modern. So, yeah. you know, you don't lose people. It yeah. doesn't become this whole gothic thing, but it still has gothic elements. I thought it was great. I, I mean, I'm 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 telling you, Flanagan is the new Stephen King. Uh-huh. You know, Stephen King is Stephen King, but you know, Stephen King's generation is starting to fade. Mm. And I think, I mean, Flanagan. You know, I you know, I haven't seen Bly Manor, and I haven't seen The Haunting of Hill. I love. Those I got to go back. I, I got to go back and see him. Yeah, so I know I'm going to enjoy this and I, that's yeah. why I have to mention it. It's not on my list only because I have not watched it. So I can't say, but I know that it probably should be the only, but I'm telling you, it was impressive. It oh, was, I'm I mean, sure. I, cause, cause I wasn't going to watch it. I said, uh, you know, you know, everybody's played around with Edgar Allan Poe and tried to do, you know, but when I really watched it, it took me to a place I didn't expect. Oh yeah. I'm going to watch that for sure. The, yeah. the the second one that I haven't seen, and this is this is the this and then this is where I end. But I have already heard about it, and I was supposed to watch it. Uh, the Houston Horror Film Festival put um, had a screening for it, and I was going, and I got tickets for the screening. But then I also had my flight to Italy then, and so I ended mm. up not seeing it, and I couldn't find it anywhere. I couldn't even find it in the theater or I would have went to the theater. I don't I don't think it even comes out until like this week or next week. And so I'm going to go see it, but I've already heard a lot about it. When Evil Lurks. Hmm. Who's, so who's in that? I have not seen When Evil Lurks yet, but when I do, it probably would be on my list because I've heard people say that it was it was even better than Talk to Me and stuff so like that. So what's the premise? What's the premise of it real quick? Because I, I know we got to... I don't even know. Ahead. <laughs> I don't even know. It just looks scary. I'm like, okay, I'll look up the trailer. Yeah. Damn. I'm going to watch right. it. Yeah. Well, cool. Good list as always. Let me give it up to you. Thank dicey Brennan. Spicy Dicey in the building. Yeah. As always, representing H-Town. Sorry about H-Town baseball. Sorry. <laughs> I heard. <yeah. laughs> Sorry. <Yeah. laughs> 
Hey, you know, I'm a Dusty Baker fan. I like Dusty. Dusty okay. used to be a brave, so I, I still follow Dusty. Well, but hey, how can people get how can people get in touch with you? Uh, I'm Dicey. all over social media at Dicey Grinner. That's D-I-C-E-Y-G-R-E-N-O-R. I will say that I have not been as consistent or as um well cons- or as as with it as I normally Oh, you've been traveling. Yeah, I, I just got way much <laughs> going on. My daughter has yeah. been helping me a bit on uh like yeah. Facebook and some Instagram and I've hired other people who've come and gone. But uh if if you want to get it up with me, you can find me on at Dicey Grunner and I'll get back to you at some point. Uh I'm Excellent. my website is diceygrunnerbooks.com and uh I'm on Patreon, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram to youtube you know you can find me if you want to <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah yeah and i'll make sure i'll make sure the, the uh, website's on the notes as well so, all right thank you so and, much and we'll put it out there and uh again go to castropolis.net make sure you know all we'd love your comments and feedback on the list uh, always i get great comments and feedback uh, a lot of people who are discovering this season you know when they get into the fall season getting close to halloween you give them the tips to celebrate the holidays. So I appreciate you doing it, taking the time. Happy birthday to your daughter again, because I know she's uh, she always celebrates right around the time we do this show. So give yep. you know, I got to give her the yeah. She turned sixteen yesterday. Oh wow! Yeah. Get the shotgun, dicey. <laughs> <laughs> Not the car. Here we go. <laughs> That's where we are. <laughs> That's where we are. Again, Dicey Grinner, y'all. Go to DiceyGrinnerBooks.com. All things Spicy Dicey. And just thank you so much. Keep doing the Sex and Horror Podcast. Got to come back and do us. You got to come back and do something like Norm. We got to talk about the sex side. How about that? With, yeah, uh, I'd love to. to get you on because, um, you know, we did that before. I, I got to get you back on. Here. But thank yes. you, Dicey. Have a great evening. Absolutely. Appreciate thank you. you so much. Thanks for having me. No problem. Take care. Bye. You've been listening to This is the G Podcast. This is the G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.